0: Hello, and welcome to Filled with His Love. You know, I always find it interesting how people hang on the words and actions of rich people. So Elon Musk, for example, he says something or does something, and we want to know what he said or what he did. And when Steve Jobs was alive, the same thing. We were eager to read the latest news release on his philosophy of life. Maybe this propensity, I'm not sure, but maybe this is because... We value the words and actions of rich people because we think if we listen to them, maybe we'll all become rich. <laughs> I don't know. But it is interesting to think about how often these people are in the news, how often the news uh, journalists hang on their words and want to write articles about them. But this one caught my eye. It's an article about Warren Buffett. If you don't know who Warren Buffett is, he's a investor who has made uh, hundreds of millions of dollars. So... Uh, he's not the richest person in the world, but he's one of the richest. But he is moderate. He lives, you know, in the same house that he lived in 40 years ago or something. I, he's he's a, a donor, a philanthropist, so he's kind of someone that uh, does warrant some bit of respect, I think. So, these news magazines, they like to give these rich people's philosophies of life, basically. and. Uh, Warren Buffett's Three Secrets of Success was the topic of this article that I read. And you know, we're we're all philosophers at heart. We all live by principles we believe uh, that will lead us to happiness and success. So when I see an article like this one on Warren Buffett's secrets of success or philosophy of life, I like to compare his advice with the advice we receive from prophets, modern and ancient. You know, we're counseled to avoid accepting the quote philosophies of men. Here's my interpretation of what that means. We believe in finding truth wherever we can find it. President Nelson has taught about this clearly. Whether the truth originates, he says, in the scientific laboratory or from the pulpit in general conference. We do not discount advances in knowledge. We embrace them if they are consonant with the gospel. The General Authorities, for example, quote C.S. Lewis regularly. He is a Christian writer. He's not a prophet. He was not a prophet. Um, One could say that his philosophies are philosophies of man, but his beliefs coincide oftentimes with ours in so many ways that we feel free to quote him. So here is Warren Buffett's first secret of success. Sounds very simple, but it's, Take care of your mind and body. Simple, huh? Take care of your mind and body. Who could disagree with this bit of advice? Look how it fits with our own beliefs. The word of wisdom immediately comes to mind. Avoiding alcohol helps us take care of our mind and body. Avoiding drugs leads to good physical and mental health. Eating nutritious foods does the same thing, both for physical and mental health. Now, so recently, in uh, October 2023 General Conference, President Nelson asked us to think celestial. We'll all remember this talk. This is one of the excerpts from his talk. Okay, quote. This is from President Nelson. As you think celestial, you will find yourself avoiding anything that robs you of your agency, any addiction, be it gaming, gambling, debt, drugs, alcohol, anger, pornography, sex, or even food. Offends God. Why? Because your obsession becomes your God. You look to it rather than to Him for solace. If you struggle with an addiction, seek the spiritual and professional help you need. Please do not let an obsession rob you of your freedom to follow God's fabulous plan. That's the end of the quote. My wife taught Relief Society following General Conference, and she referred to this quote. But before she read it, she asked the sisters if they remembered the final addiction in his list. She said they all shouted out in unison, food. I think, you know, this is where he said gambling debt and even food. I think that's because we all have to eat. Most of us are not addicted to drugs or alcohol and we're not alcoholics, but we all have to eat and we know that sometimes we eat things that are not good for us, and other times we just eat too much, even of things that are good for us. So President Nelson is counseling us to not keep foods around that we're addicted to. I think Warren Buffett would wholeheartedly support President Nelson's counsel, and I'm certain that President Nelson would agree with Buffett that we should take care of our mind and body. Uh, Buffett's next secret of success, again, very simple, Set strict boundaries on your daily activities. He talks about how uh, we say yes too often sometimes. I, re- I remember one time uh, when I was at the university, my department chair came into my office and he said, Russ, you've got a problem. Uh, you don't know how to say no. And he was really seeing that I was trying to do too many things at once, trying to accomplish too much all at the same time, and it was getting in my way. It was making it so that I couldn't accomplish the things in a in a really good way that I needed to. So, Buffett counsels us to prioritize how we spend our time. He says we cannot manage time, but we can manage ourselves. I like this. And that means setting boundaries on what we intend to accomplish. His counsel also reminded me of when we lived in Paris. We began... By in, when during our stay there, we began by trying to accomplish way too many things in one day. If you've ever been to Paris, you know you know the subway. Uh, it's a little bit complex sometimes. You have to make one or two transfers to get to where you're going. And so you're waiting in the train station, in the subway station for the next train to come. And, you know, riding subways all day can get exhausting. So we agreed to set a limit on ourselves and say, let's, let's just try to do one thing a day. It made all the difference in our stay in Paris. It really helped us a lot. We set boundaries. If one were to characterize President Nelson's ministry, now let's look at President Nelson. It might center on the term reduce and simplify. The number of meetings members are asked to attend have been reduced. And the length of our Sunday meetings has been shortened, right? So President Nelson has said that the reason for these ongoing changes is to reduce the burden, quote, on the saints. we He has helped us by setting boundaries on what we need to accomplish each day, particularly on the Sabbath. Again, I think Buffett and President Nelson would agree on this point. We prioritize the most important things, we reduce and simplify. I'm reminded of the Shaker hymn, "'Tis a gift to be simple, tis a gift to be free, tis a gift to come down where we ought to be." Now for Buffett's third secret of success. Keep your decision process simple. Hey, here's the word simple again. Buffett talks about how we make thousands of decisions every day, what to eat, what to wear, when to schedule a meeting, what to say, what to do, all day long. He suggests that by the end of the day, we sometimes suffer from decision fatigue. Making decisions can be exhausting, so he recommends that we simplify our decision process. When I was serving as an administrator in the university, I sometimes struggled with how to make decisions about which meeting I should attend. I would often be asked to attend two meetings at the same time. It happened a lot. At one time, I was asked to be in four places at the same time. And I wasn't sure how to prioritize these and how to decide which one I should attend because I couldn't be in four places at one time. I was talking one day with the dean, a very wise man that I worked for, And this is someone who had dealt with administrative meetings a lot longer than I had. And he said, it's not that hard to decide which meeting you attend. If you've already agreed to attend a certain meeting, and then someone asks you to attend another meeting, you simply say, sorry, I've already got a commitment for that hour. Could we reschedule your meeting? And if they say no, then you still keep that commitment that you made first, because you've already committed to attend that meeting. This sounds simple, but I hadn't thought of it myself, particularly because sometimes the second invitation seemed more important than the one I'd already accepted. And that was hard to decide. So maybe I should change and not go to the one I'd already accepted. He said, no, you've already committed. Keep the commitment. So that helped me a lot. Sometimes, you know, when I see a couple preparing for marriage, I can often see decision fatigue. When should we schedule a marriage? Where will the reception be? How will we uh, make the invitations? What will the invitations look like? Who will we invite? And what will we wear? And what refreshments will we serve? Etc. It just goes on. Who will do all this work? In reality, there's only one decision that really counts. Were we meant to marry each other? The other decisions can be parceled out. They don't matter that much. We should keep our decision process simple. So, there are the three secrets of success for Warren Buffett, and they could be from our church leaders as well. I am quite confident President Nelson would agree with all these. He's talked about all these, actually. Number one, take care of your mind and body. Number two, set strict boundaries around your daily activities. 3. Keep your decision-making process simple The interesting thing about mantras like the ones Buffett suggests is that they are so easy to understand, they look so obvious to us. That does not mean they are easy to put into practice. As my wife and I have been preparing to serve a mission beginning, beginning next January, we've suffered at times from the effects of not following these very clear suggestions. We've at times tried to do too many things in one day. We didn't set boundaries on ourselves. Like visa applications, immunizations, doctor endorsements, it just goes on and on. At moments, we've suffered from decision fatigue. Clear counsel is not always easy to follow. So I value such clarity wherever it comes from. President Nelson is the champion of simplicity and clarity. His invitations to action are always easy to understand. All we need to do... I mean, he makes that in his last talk so easy. Think celestial. So when things start pressing in upon us, we are to get the broader view. Think celestial. It's a very simple thing to remember, a little bit challenging sometimes to put into practice. But if we accept these invitations, particularly from a prophet, our lives... Will absolutely, definitely improve. I am so confident of that. So my goal is to do that in our own lives, right? In my, you know, the life we have with my wife and I right now, preparing for this mission, we will try and put those things into practice. I hope this is helpful for you in some way and that if it might help somebody else, you'll share it with them. Thanks a lot for listening and we will see you next time.